Hello everyone, it's Dr. Sam. I'd like to welcome you to my iClarity podcast. This is a show that offers cutting edge information on how to improve your vision and overall wellness through holistic methods. I so appreciate you spending part of your day with me. If you have questions, you can send them to hello at drsamburn.com. Now to the latest iClarity episode. Hey everybody, it's Dr. Sam and I'd like to welcome you to my iClarity podcast today. So we have a special guest. She's an author. She's a somatic educator. She's a friend from LA. Her name is Sue Choi and she's written a new book, which I just finished. And it's called When Things Stick, Untangling Your Body from Old Patterns. And I am so excited about the content of this book, and I just had to have Sue on. So Sue, welcome to the program. And can you give us a a background on where you've come from and who you are? Thank you, Sam. So happy to be here. Um, I have, uh, I'm a somatic movement therapist and educator. I've been doing this work for over 20 years. Uh, a whole body of work that ranges from somatic movement to hands-on body work that I do for private one-on-one clients in person. So uh, it's it's been a fun journey to bring all these things together. And uh, it was a a big kind of effort to put the book together to distill things down, but uh, I'm, I'm glad it's out there. Well, you know, when I read the book, you know, what, what jumped out at me is how you have put all these different disciplines together. And so how did you develop this system? You know, it was, uh, it was kind of piece by piece. Mostly it was focused on how to improve outcomes for clients. So if there was something that I could kind of see that just wasn't fitting in place, um, I would research it. Uh, I did a lot of different types of trainings that may be kind of unusual, but I, one of the books that really turned things around for me was uh, Dr. John Rady's book on the four theaters of the brain and attention. And he, he's a psychiatrist and he wrote about the sensory system and the importance of it. And it really spoke to me because I was already um, doing the Tomatis work. Um, I had been exposed to Bates work back in the early days when I first studied yoga therapy and was training. Uh, So I learned about that in India. And I said, oh, that's just yoga for vision. And so the, as every, uh, the threads of these things came together and I read his book and he wrote about these case studies where he worked with people and their sensory system and changed things for them. It, It was so, it really struck me because I could see some of those those tendencies in certain people. And and I could tell that that's what they needed. They didn't need uh, to do different movement. They needed to have different input. So I started to kind of work with the body as as an information process and said, you know, ask myself, how could 
I get better outcomes by perceiving and working with the body on that level. So the people that you help, what are some of their symptoms? Um, I don't know if it's more symptoms, it's more their kind of self-perception. If they kind okay. of feel like they're, they, they're not, they can't quite name, they, they know that there's something going on with them where they need to, they keep kind of hitting the same walls. I think it, it goes down to more behavioral things. I mean, people do come to me in person for your, your, your typical pain, you know, back pain, shoulder mm -hmm. pain, neck pain, that mm -hmm. sort of thing. But, you know, I, I worked with a wide range of people and then, uh, and over the course of time. So they may be coming to me for back pain, but then we work on their knee pain or ankle pain or uh, balancing issue, you know, a lot of it does come to balance and bringing the, sure. the body into um, organization. Sure. So, so with the people that you work with, I mean, it's kind of high level because they must have some self-awareness. They know something is off. And so how do you assess them? What, what's your process in, guiding them through so they're able to say, as you say, improve their balance as one thing. Mm, yeah, always walking. That's that's a very, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I like to see how they walk, how they move, how they carry themselves because everything mm -hmm. in the way I teach and the way I describe in the book is, is around those two things. How do you stand on your own two feet, literally and metaphorically, and how do you move forward? So how do you walk? And again, literally and metaphorically, because all those signals, underlying signals of what happens on that fundamental physical level translates into your kind of understanding of yourself and your uh, movement through the world. Mm -hmm. Well, since I uh, understand, you know, the eyes and vision is one of our major guidance systems. How does vision play into your system? The, the way I framed it out uh, is really about the, the nature of intention and how using your visual system, the coordination of the two eyes, and also the, the coordination between peripheral and focal, and how you can allow and expand the, the peripheral capacity so that the focal vision emerges rather than being something that you do, um, that that whole organization guides you forward it's if you set your intention and use your visual system in the way it's designed to it's almost like mm -hmm. a, a parting of the red seas it cuts a path because you're connecting fully wholeheartedly with the intention that you put forth and that takes um it's not just a thinking process it's a whole body process um for mm -hmm. the way i kind of frame it yeah well, I think we share that because I always talk about vision as a whole body process. And uh, so to introduce you again, this is Sue Choi. She's a somatic movement teacher, and she's also an author of a new book called When Things Stick, Untangling Your Body from Old Patterns. And so, Sue, um, why did you write this book? I wrote it because, you know, I would... I always think that when you do something, when you try something out, you feel it, whether you understand it or not, just, I, I always went for the change. Let me show, let me give you a quick change in your body so that you can change your mind 
around it. Because if you could get an immediate change, I mean, I have not strengthened the muscle over months if you get immediate change from, you know, it, two minutes of doing something. So it, I always like to kind of prove the point first. And what I found, especially when I went online, was people didn't have a context for it. They didn't know how to make sense of what was going on. I mean, they use words like magic or, you know, they, they're, they're shocked. But, and that's wonderful because then you, you open your mind to new possibilities. But if you don't have a context to hold that new way of thinking, that experience is just a passing experience. So I, I wrote the book to give people uh, a context and there are videos in it too. So they do actually get the movement experience but uh, a context so they, they can understand that this isn't magic. <laughs> this isn't uh, uh, something that's mystical or that they can't wrap their head around. They actually, if we keep going back to standing on your own two feet, moving forward, then you, you start to really uh, dissolve those old ways of thinking and perceiving and, and have new experiences that, that open you up to, to possibility. And it's super exciting when you feel that on such a visceral level. Mm -hmm. You know, in the ebook format, I was really inspired by the videos that you put in. It just really helped understand, you know, it's one thing to read it, but it's another thing to watch the demonstrations. Like there was one where even just the way you were sitting, um, I got so much from that. And of course, we're all sitting so much at the computer. What are some tips that you can maybe share from the book around sitting? Around sitting, yeah. You know, um, I have this uh, concept called the three keys and that's about balancing the three major weight centers in your body. And so if you're sitting, one of the keys is what I call the head key and it's at the occipital base of your head. So the two two bony parts at the back of your head. And if you're sitting and feeling neck pain, an easy mm -hmm. thing to do would be to uh, imagine that you are holding your head from those two points at the back of your head. And let's say if you turn your head to the left, you're gonna use your left head key to turn to the left. If you turn your head to the right, you use your right head key. So you manage and move your head from a different position and that can change the nature of how you 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 hold. I mean, big a big heavy weight on your spine. Yeah, yeah. I I highly recommend this uh, book. So we have Sue Choi. She's a somatic movement teacher. She's written a new book, which I just finished, called "When Things Stick: Untangling Your Body from Old Patterns." And so I'm I, I need to ask you this one thing, and I'm going to make a couple comments, and then. I want to hear your point of view. As you know, uh, everybody, uh, my intention is to help people preserve their vision, be proactive. And it's not just vision, but it's hearing. It's, you know, how this is affecting our, our brain health. And more and more people are being diagnosed with Alzheimer's, dementia, cognitive issues. And, you know, for me in my own physical therapy that I offer people, I'm always bringing in things like balance, orientation, the vestibular system, hearing and vision. And one of the key points that I observe is our posture. And you do that too. And uh, I was wondering if you wouldn't mind sharing a little bit of your perspective 
on that inner relationship. Mm, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I think um, it's kind of well known that preserving hearing and vision contribute to to a healthy brain. And you know, there have been studies that show that more than stopping smoking or improving your social connections, that the the vision and hearing are 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 paramount to uh, to preserving your brain health. Um, that helps your perception of your environment through those two senses help to manage your head, which manages your spine. It's kind of like the basis of what a lot what they teach in Alexander technique. But then if you bring it down into and how do you find your support? How do you find your support through your legs, through your pelvis, through your sacrum? And when those two things come together, it's really filling out the fabric of your experience. Like, how do you have a whole experience, not a fragmented experience where you're just focusing on one aspect of it, but how do you have that whole experience all at once? And to me, those are the three, three big things mm -hmm. that really impact posture from a information processing perspective. I mean, what comes up for me when you talk about this is <clears throat> the experience with children. I don't know whether you work much with, you know, children. I uh, I would recommend um, for parents here to to read this book as well. You know, I work with a lot of special needs kids and uh, spectrum disorder kids, and I'm always bringing all these into it. I may not name them. I'm on the floor with them, and we're doing whether it's reflexes or craniosacral or or vision work, whatever. But that that relationship that you speak about, um, that's that's an audience that I think could really benefit from your work. I don't know if you've thought about that. Uh, obviously, the elders for sure. But what do you think about you know at least bringing this in? to the awareness of parents, you know, who have children and learning in school. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, d I definitely, you know, I've studied the developmental process and gained a lot from learning from those communities. Um, for me, working with them directly, I, there's a whole nother layer that uh, of working with the parents and uh, their thing that, really resonates with me because I think working with children, the the conversation that you have with them is is very different from an adult. Yes. So when yeah. I was doing the Tomatis uh, method and having a lot of people from that community come in to see me, um, it was the parents that I I worked better with. I mean the and it was the parents who had to help the children. So to me, it's working with the yeah the the adults in the room that that really speak to me I I used to do yoga uh for a volunteer program where it was at a residential rehab center so the the girls had dual diagnosis um mm. and and I could see that they were so burnt out they could barely really pay attention in the way I teach how you pay attention I eventually changed the program so it was a part of the school curriculum but I can teach the the staff too, because that environment, that context, is is necessary. And to me, that you know, it's, it's the the context is the matrix of your 
that help Absolutely. this organization. You can't do it on your own. You know, you 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 have if if you are working so hard to um, change your inner world, but your outer landscape is still a total in total chaos. Um, mm-hmm. It almost helps to to heal and work with that outer relationship. Mm-hmm. At uh, you know to work with them simultaneously a little bit rather than to work internally a lot, you know, it just, you sure. get a better outcome, I think. And that's, you know, why I do okay. a, like a multi-sensory approach because, you know, you just work with one thing like balance all the time, but your, your vision is kind of pulling you in a twist all the time, then yeah, it, it really, um, it serves to, to do both of them a little bit simultaneously, and then you, you yeah. get results. So we're coming down to the end of our interview. First of all, how can people buy your book? Um, I will provide a link that you could put in the show notes, uh, or they could just go to my website, coherentbody.com. And if they scroll halfway down, they'll see a, a, a place where they could click to order the book. And But I will give you a link for a special link that your audience can follow because I, I have a special uh, bonus offering for them and you know their specific interests of, around vision. And what about your other offerings, uh, private sessions, workshops? What? How can people uh, work with you? Well, once they go through the book, if uh, they want more support, um, they can join uh, a live group coaching program that I have, and I have different kind of tiers where they can have more private help. Uh, more kind of specialized classes, you know, that they could sign up to, to determine what might be best for them and their, their goals and their, their state mm-hmm. where they are right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so you work online, you can work with people, you know, in any location. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I work with people globally. Awesome. It's a pretty spectacular thing to be able to do. Isn't it? Yes. It's, yeah. it's great. So uh, Sue, I wish you the best of luck. I'm going to promote your book through my uh, channels and thanks for taking the time today for speaking with us. And I wish you the best of luck as, uh, as you move forward. Oh, thanks so much, Sam. Thanks for having me on. Really appreciate it. Thank you for listening. I hope you learned something from the iClarity podcast show today. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure to subscribe on iTunes or Spotify and leave a review. See you here next time.